Amen. You may be seated. I don't know if you know this, but nobody's saved except for the reason that God is good. <laughs> Nobody here can do anything to save themselves. We're saved by faith, faith in Jesus Christ, faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ, that though while we were yet sinners, God came, integrated deity with humanity, became flesh, walked among us, showed us how we're supposed to live, and then died to pay the price for the penalty for our sin so that we could be in relationship with God now and forever. We're already partakers of everlasting life. Right now, today's part of eternity, right? Right now, today, we are living eternal, abundant life with Christ. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that the gospel tells us that the power of God unto salvation, it's the righteousness of God revealed, and it's from faith to faith. That was a, another title I almost gave this message because every one of us is here today because we had enough faith that we would drag our carcass out of the warm covers on a cold winter day and get our bodies to the house of God because we believe there's a God and we want to worship Him and we want to know Him better. It's your faith that brought you here today. No matter where you're at, no matter if it's your first time here today, you have faith. You have enough faith. You have all the faith that you need to continue on with Christ because He wants to take us from faith to faith, no matter where we're at, no matter if you grew up in the church and you never even backslid. And God has more for you. He wants to take you from the faith of salvation to a new faith and to a new place and to a greater dimension of liberty and authority and power so that you can complete the works of God in your generation, in your location where he has placed you. The scripture tells us that the just shall live by faith. Jesus told us right from the beginning at the Sermon of the Mount that his followers, they don't live like the world lives. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. You know, that's really, if you look at the scripture, it's talking about blessed are those who know that they can't be spiritual without God. <laughs> Blessed are those who know enough to turn to God and repent and seek his face. Blessed are those who don't try to do it in their own strength and their own ability. The kingdom of God is yours. The attitudes and actions of Christians do not look like the people in the world today. And they're not supposed to. When we have the Spirit of God, we have authority and power over the carnal way of thinking that we used to think, over the way we used to live. When we're spiritually minded, we walk in the Spirit. And we live out the principles and the concepts, beginning with the Beatitudes. I woke up this morning. I usually have such a sense of, uh, like, uh, this 
nervousness, this, uh, I want to be on. I want to minister to the people. I feel weepy today. I'm not weepy. I'm usually the cheerleader. I'm usually the people get, person getting people up on their feet and, and praising God. But there's just this depth in the spirit that I feel today. And I have a word for you today. And I cannot even express to you how I feel. I just feel this river of peace flowing. God wants to send a river of peace. Peace as in wholeness. Peace as in right relationship with God and man. Peace as in alignment of our thoughts with his words. Peace like God means peace. The kingdom of peace. The prince of peace. Jerusalem means the city of peace. Our God is about peace. He wants us to be whole. He wants us to be complete. And one of the main concepts of kingdom come is that if we're going to be the conduit for the kingdom, we've got to be whole. And we've come through a a challenging season. We're still in the challenging season. I I prefer to think that I'm clearing the tunnel. <laughs> the, the darkest part I hope is, is behind. I see sunlight and opportunity ahead and, and I'm excited that we're, we have a, a new opportunity to get together and conferences are happening and church is happening and we can come together and actually touch each other if we're healthy. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. I believe that God wants to move among us. He wants to demonstrate the miraculous among us. And I believe that he wants to do physical healings because he did it in this word. And he said, you're going to continue to do what I did. Oh, by the way, greater things. Greater things. God has greater things. I believe in physical healings and I believe in all kinds of miracles that God wants his people to experience. The last words of Jesus recorded in Mark give us some insight into what I believe was and still is God's plan for his followers. Any of his followers in here today? And he's talking about you. Jesus was talking to his apostles. And right after he said, go forth and do these things in Mark 16, 19 and 20, he said, so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and they went forth like we're supposed to go forth. And they preached everywhere. And maybe your everywhere is limited to Kendallville and is it Noble County? Maybe. This is your everywhere. Maybe you're not going to go to Hawaii and preach a prayer conference. This is your world. Go to the extent that God has set your boundaries and go to your world. And the Lord worked with them. The Lord worked with them. He is not sending you out there alone. He sent them out with his power, with his spirit. That He's giving them words of wisdom and words of knowledge and discernment and gifts to confirm the word. And he wants to do it through you in your neighborhood. 
These are the last days. I was just at UGST and I was doing a presentation on empowering the church to demonstration. The vital role of spiritual gifts in fulfilling the Great Commission. You want to know? I, can't, I don't have an outreach program for you. I don't have a bullet-pointed list and, and the right follow-up method and all that technique. I'm not in administration. I'm administrative, but I'm not at this time <laughs> involved in that type of ministry. But God has put a burden in my heart that if we're going to reach the people, the summer fruit, the people living in this world that's not like this church, where it's not full of peace and family and support and affirmation and loving kindness. The broken people of the world. The people who are living in darkness and don't even know it. We need the gifts of the Spirit. And that means we need the King of the kingdom to come and abide and move and live in us and move. Through us. I don't even know what time it is. Okay. I know we're working on a time frame. I'm trying to be sensitive to that. God worked with the people and miracles followed them. I, you know, with, I think about this. I'm like, have you thought about this? That as they moved, you can't, signs and wonders can't follow you if you're standing still. You've got to step out and go somewhere and do something. And then the signs and miracles, just like a boat moving through the water, you're going to look back and you're going to see, God did that. God did that. Did you see God moved in that life? Did you see the power of God? You're just going to look back and, and say, praise God. God worked with me. We did it together. He's not working on his own. He's working through his church. That's his end time game plan. And we've got to get on board. We're all dressed up. We're all decked out. We've got the team gear on. We know who the captain is. We know where the huddle is. But we've got to get out there and get on the field and do the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And the miracles will follow. Like a wake follows a boat. We have an inheritance. Our inheritance is more than peace and joy and salvation from sin. And our calling is more than just sharing the good news. Our calling and our inheritance includes the miraculous demonstration of the Spirit of God. And yes, that could look like somebody with a short leg growing out right in front of your eyes. But it could also look like God giving you a word in your work cubicle to minister to the person in the next one. Sometimes we put these parameters on the miraculous and we lose sight of the spirituality of working in the nursery. That's spiritual. Every gift of God and operation in the church builds his body and everything that you do in his name. It builds the body and the kingdom of God. I don't want you to limit the miraculous to some incredible visible display. God wants you to move 
with his spirit when you're in the grocery store. When you're driving down the street and you feel that tug, go down that lane and you don't even know why. We've got to get to that place of sensitivity past the distractions, past the to-do list, and be vessels that God can use. Because if we want to see the kingdom come, we need the king of the kingdom to come. We've got to be close to Jesus. In prayer this morning, God brought to mind the significance of the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant. When the Israelites set up their camp around the tabernacle, everybody faced the tent. And what did they see? They saw the pillar of fire. They saw the pillar of cloud. They knew when it was time to stay there and when it was time to move. Just like I was just saying, <laughs> when it's time to talk to the person at the grocery store or it's time to take the turn down the street. God wants to lead you by his spirit. And we've got to be connected to the spirit, but he's not visible in our world today. So we've got to be intentional about staying connected in this world full of distractions. There was a time in later years that the ark was taken by Israel's enemies, but the believers, they still set up camp. And they still... The priests still did their thing. And this happens in churches all over the nation and all over the world. They still set up camp and they still do their sacraments and have their rituals. But there's no presence of God. And I don't want to live like that. I don't want church to become a habit or a routine. I've come to church to experience God. We've got to come to the church where the presence of God lives and moves and abides. Hallelujah. This went on for a long time until David took the throne and brought the ark of God back into the camp. But he didn't take it back to the old tabernacle and I want you to get this my brother my sister he didn't take it was a time for a new a new dimension of faith a new dimension of worship that came through intimacy with God he set up his own tent God could have struck him down for that in the old testament that tabernacle one high priest a year got to go in there with blood. David set up this tent, no sides on it, appointed 4,000 worship leaders and singers and people that made instruments, wrote songs and said, 24-7 worship here, whosoever will. Hallelujah. God is calling us as he, to, to, to look to this illustration. We've come through a dark time. We've come to a time when we couldn't even meet together and experience the presence of God. And he's brought us to this place. And we can go back to the way things were. Or we can say, God, I'm coming out of this place at a new place. At a place of a deeper intimacy with you. At a place where you're enthroned with worship and praise 24-7. Mm, don't you just feel something? Do you feel the call of the King of glory come into the holy place? Come. King of glory is fighting for you. 
to come. I'm thankful for every person that's here today. I'm thankful that you made it through COVID, and I thank you that you have a commitment and enough faith to get to the house of God. But God has given me a word for this church, for this message that's haunted me since yesterday. It wasn't the word that I thought I was trying to do what I was asked to do, and I, I feel like God is helping me to do it. But the word that comes for you today is intimacy. Intimacy. All of these things that we're talking about, kingdom come, come because we are personally intimate with the spirit of the living God. And so, <laughs> Scripture likens our bodies to a, a tabernacle, and I've done a whole message on from tent to tent, and the old tabernacle to the tabernacle of David to the temple of Solomon and all that. But this is the temple that he wants to live in today. You are the temple that he lives in today. And we have an opportunity, a day of new opportunity, a day that God has ordained in his will and in his purpose. And he's calling to his people saying, come, come away with me. Come into the holy place. Come into the secret chamber of my presence where you can be renewed and restored and revitalized in the spirit and the living water can move and flow and dislodge the debris of the things that have lodged into the crevices of our hearts, the places that have been disappointed and damaged in recent months and years by losses and disappointments and, and pandemic and death and lost jobs and marriages that are broken and the increase in crazy chaos in our world. And God is saying, come into my presence. I can come in I can dislodge that stuff and I can send in healing waters that bring nourishment and life and healing and resources because we're not going back to the old way. We're not going back the old tabernacle. The presence of God isn't there anymore. The presence of God has said from faith to faith. From one place that was a beautiful place but he says it's time now to go to a new place. We celebrate anytime anyone comes and becomes a child of God. And it's wonderful, and we should never, ever, ever, ever let go of our childlike faith. There is such a power. There's a power to silence the voice of the accuser and the enemy with your childlike faith and praise. We are never to lose that childlike faith and praise. But there comes the moment when God says, it's time for you to elevate to sonship. It's time for you to move and get yourself out of the sandbox and come into the higher place with me and take on the responsibility because if we are faithful with what he's given us he will give us more he wants to give you more he wants to give this church more and it's going to come 
because you love Jesus. And Jesus lives in you. And you're flowing with the gift of the Spirit ministering. The mission of the church isn't just about reaching the lost. It's about nurturing the body of Christ. He's coming for a bride. We don't just get saved and then they throw us in the hospital and we're still wounded or the nursery or whatever. God desires that we would be mature and whole. And the mission of the church, you are doing it here. You are nurturing the souls that are part of the body of Christ, but lovingly reaching out to those who don't yet know him. If you want to win the world, let me tell you what to do. Go out there and be a joyful, whole Christian. You don't have to come up with some laser-focused, one-line zinger thing to get them to have a spiritual revelation and awakening. You have to live out your faith. You have to be a Christian. Be whole. There's nothing more attractive in this broken world than wholeness. You're not going to have to come up with a program. Go ahead and keep having your banquets and doing the things you're doing. They're, they're lovely, but if you would just be a Christian, if you would just live out your faith, if people could see the presence of God moving in your life. And it's all going to come because of that intimate relationship that you have with God. And we're adults in here today, and I know that some people might not be comfortable with that word, intimacy, but we're talking about a oneness in mind and a oneness in spirit and a oneness in purpose. We're talking united with him, knowing him, and exhibiting his nature, his character. God wants to reveal himself in this place. Hallelujah. Let's just take a moment and worship him. Jesus, we love you. We're asking you to guide this service. I believe that you want to do something beautiful among us. Yes. I kororomo sarianda mo sashatari kariondoromo sashatari karayotomo sai. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on my brothers and my sisters. Spirit of the living God, draw us. That holy longing that cannot be satisfied with anything but your presence. Baptize us with the love of God. King of the kingdom, prepare ye the way of the Lord. I hear a sound. Coming from the mountain, I hear it louder each day. I hear a sound coming from the mountain, and it says, prepare ye the way, prepare ye. 
king standing on the mountain. I see him clearer each day. I see a king standing on the mountain. And he says, prepare ye the way. Prepare ye the way. Prepare ye the way. Prepare ye the way of the This is an invitation. You must prepare the way in your heart. And God is here. His arms are stretched out. His invitation is open to a sacred, holy intimacy, spiritual intimacy, a place where you're transformed in his presence, empowered with all the resources of the kingdom and able to move as the ambassador that you would love to be for him and his work in the earth. I invite the musicians to come. God wants to do a restorative work in your heart and mind today. The children are going to be in here soon, and they're going to be bouncing and singing crazy songs, and the place is going to be electric with, with energy. But there, this is a sacred moment right now. God is calling us, the adults of this congregation, to enter into the holy place and be transformed by his presence so we can be who we need to be, so we can do what we've been called to do. It's a time for you to be Tap into the water source and be renewed in your inner person. If you want something from God today, if you need a renewing in your spirit, if you feel safe, you're invited to come and we'll put our masks on and we'll pray for you. But God wants to refresh you. God wants to revitalize you. And God wants to see you equipped and ready to do a new thing in this church, in your community. Hallelujah. Every seat filled. This community changed for the kingdom of God. If you would like to be prayed for, will you come? Because the king of the kingdom has come into this place already. The king of the kingdom is here and he says, come unto me, all you who will. If you've been laboring, if you've been trying to do it on your own, yoke up with me today. Oh, it's a light load. Hallelujah. King of glory. Feel this place.
Man, if you could, just wherever you're at, just stretch your hands. Amen. We have those right now who are just seeking God. Amen. Seeking, Lord, right now a transformation. Lord, we thank you. God, we invite you in. Come on, this is what happens when we just make room. This is what happens when what we're talking about, when we become intimate with God. We say, Lord, God, you can enter into every aspect of my life. God, I pray, Lord, that you would begin, Lord, right now, God, to fill every crease, God, fill everything, Lord Jesus, that is maybe hurting or maybe it's hard-hearted, God, over the past months or years. But, Lord, you can come in and break it up, Lord, and let your spirit, Lord, uh, let us be moldable, pliable, God, to whatever you want to do. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's all right. Amen. Can we just... Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Come on. I don't want to stop this. Let's just worship in this place right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got time today. Well, we don't have to rush anything.
prayer that Jesus instructed us to pray. Amen. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Let that be our prayer and let that be, amen, not just a prayer that comes out of our mouth, but let us also walk as the answer to that prayer. Amen. That we would allow God to use us to use us outside of outside of just this service here on a Sunday, but that we, amen, would be the answer to that prayer, that we would let God's kingdom come and work through our lives in our everyday, in your workplace, wherever you're at, amen, that we would be the agents that God is using to transform this world. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. You can be seated here today. What a wonderful, wonderful presence of the Lord I feel in this house. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. I say it is so good to have you, Senya. Amen, back. Amen, I know you are just out traveling all the time with your new job, but so glad you're in service with us. Amen, as well as um, every guest that we have in this place. Jill, it's so good to have you in service. Amen, thank you for joining us here today. Amen, Tim, and uh, and your friends that's with us. Sorry, I, I'm blanking on your name, but it's so good to have the two of you in service with us today. Amen. Thank you. Tony, your family, it's good to have you all. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. I shouldn't have started down that road because I don't have everybody's name, but it's, it's good to have you today here with us at New Life. Amen. We welcome you. Amen. I'm expecting God to continue to move in a wonderful way, we are going to be transitioning, and um, in the remainder of this service will be a focus that is on our children. And you know, at the beginning of this month, we had, it was the first Sunday of the month that uh, we had a snowstorm that came through, and, and uh, or maybe, I guess it was January 31st, and we had a, a, a just online devotional, and I had talked about a strong family challenge that we would be strong families, and I believe that strong families make up sm- strong churches, and that in order for this to be a strong church, that we must invest in our families, and that we must uh, continue to, uh, as families, invest in the Word of God, and let that be implanted in us. And I have so enjoyed seeing, uh, not just that day, but it has continued 
uh, since then, people posting online, on Facebook, different places, uh, what you have been doing with your family in order to strengthen it. And, uh, you know, this weekend, I think, has just been a great time for us to build up the family. We had yesterday morning a, uh, a ladies' prayer breakfast where it was the ladies and, and each family were being strengthened and being built up and letting God, amen, begin to transform some things in them. And there were ladies all over our four-year area that were uh, just praying and letting God change them. And then we had last night such a wonderful, wonderful uh, sweethearts banquet that was put on by our men's ministry and our youth ministry. And um, amen. Put your hands together if you were uh, able to take part in that. It was just a wonderful evening, and we were strengthening marriages last night. Uh, I also just uh, was so blessed to see all of our young people and uh, them working, and they did just a tremendous job in serving us and, uh, and, and doing all that they did in preparation for that. And then I want to, uh, to say a great big thank you to the Beauvais family. Amen. With Michael Beauvais, Tara, uh, all of them. Yes. Amen. They were at the church all day yesterday. I think it was a 12-hour day for them here. And uh, he, he's, he's telling me to stop, but it's true. They were here in the morning because they were cooking up all the crepes and the breakfast. And then they were uh, getting all the food prepared for that. And so we thank them and honor them for that. Amen. And I, just continuing on that, uh, that line of strong families, we're going to continue investing in families today as we are building up our children today and in this service. And I want to invite, we do have uh, all of our children that are uh, joined us up here. If you as, as a family, and we have the signs up uh, reserved for uh, families with, with kids, and uh, if you as a family, any parents want to join your kids up here, uh, I'd encourage you, you can do that. We have our children's ministry that's up with them. But if you want to uh, join your kids uh, at this time, feel free uh, before we, um, you know, before we uh, really transition into the children's ministry time. You can make your way up and be with them throughout this service because I am looking forward to what is going to take place at the end of service as we open up this altar. And I want you to be right there with them to help them pray and to uh, help them rejoice in what God is doing. Amen. We will um, here in just uh, just a minute. We're gonna I'm gonna ask some uh, some of our uh, men if you could come and help us get set up uh, for our children's ministry before we enter into a time of, of worship. But before we do that, uh, we do have several announcements. And in fact, let's let's just go ahead and have you come up and you can start setting up as we're going over these announcements. Uh, we do have several things that are that are coming up, and uh, Mr. Bovi, you can come up. I know you have several things to mention. Uh, one uh, thing that I want to say is we have a, a new um, new life news, and this is uh, just something that can let you know what is going on here at the church. And we've always had this, uh, all of these things that are on our website, but we wanted to get something into your hands. And it's been some time since we've had some kind of a pamphlet that we've done that. Um, but you can pick this up. It is back at our Welcome Center. And this will let you know on the back it has all of our events for the month. And uh, we're going to try to get all these out before, um, before uh, each month begins so that you can know what's taking place. Also, we have on this Thursday, 
This Thursday, we have a PATH meeting uh, that is uh, our parents addicted to hope. And any families uh, that just want to join in that, uh, we are gathered together with, with people in the, the community and people in our church uh, and just talking to each other, building each other up and uh, putting resources uh, in your hands and praying for the needs uh, of those who are dealing with addiction. And so that is this Thursday at 6 o'clock. It's the first and third Thursday of every month. This Friday, we have a uh, Children's Holy Ghost Rally, and that will be here at our church. It is this year, this is a district event all throughout the state of Indiana. Uh, typically, it's an in-person um, uh, service that takes place, and this year it is a virtual service. So we will be watching it here uh, on our screens, but gathering together here at the church 